0: Hey everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, we're going to be breaking down how the coolest superhero took the top of the box office. It's all about Captain Underpants! Alright, I guess maybe we'll talk about Wonder Woman too. Alright, next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown, as always... This is the show where we like to look back at the box office that it was, and then we like to prognosticate. Yay! Love it! I thought my box office that I had. Nobody's happier uh, that Neil has done that than Carrie Lane, my co-host I right I think there.
1: it was a good choice. It's a good creative way to add it. We were talking about, oh, we still need people to call in and record it, like Jack FM yes, has it, right. you know? There you go. <laughs> Would you guys want to do that? Call in and leave a, oh, wait, I don't think we can do voicemail, can we? I don't
0: know. Neil, can we do voicemail?
1: I don't think we have cool. I don't That's think perfect That's so. I don't think so either.
0: We, yeah, we, I think we need to oh, call in. Oh, we need in. it
1: live and record it. Yes. Yes.
0: We'd have to open up the call full lines one week, and then yes. have people just say before yeah, you hang everybody. up, say <laughs> <stay> prognosticate. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thank you. Uh, yes. Uh, what's up, everybody? My name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. And a quick shout out to Paper Ronnie. This is cool. It's a very cozy script. It's a little chilly in the studio today, so you know. It look stylish and
0: comfy. No, I mean that's cool. I mean you know, I'm in the studio too. You know, I mean that's cool. I guess I'll just be free. You got a
2: hoodie. You know, it's not paper running, though. Okay. No. Frank, on. you have a zip-up jacket.
1: Right.
0: Fine, Neil and Carrie. Fine. Mm. Uh, you know, and I forgot to, uh, to plug my social media. But you know what? Yeah. You, talk you, about if your you don't know media, by dude. now, then you probably have no interest in following me. But um. if this happens to be your first time, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. But the the whole reason that you can see us. So well, and here's even mm. better is because of the man that's making mm. sure that that's possible, Neil Plumley. Everybody,
2: what's up, guys?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <There> you, <go.
1: laughs>
2: you guys can find me uh, everywhere at the Neil Plumley, T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y. Go for it,
0: and of Yay. course, folks, you can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, <laughs> subscribe to the YouTube channel, and while you're there, double thumb it. If you can, why not? I mean, one <laughs> thumb's great, but, you know, why not do two? You're right there. Uh, and as always, folks, uh, hop in the chat. As Carrie's mentioned, the yes. chat is up and running, so we'd yep. love to hear your thoughts about movies in general or anything from this weekend's, this previous weekend's box office in particular.
1: Or movies, yeah, movies in general, trailers, we do all that stuff.
0: We do it all. We do yes. it all. So we'll be talking about a lot of, this is an action-packed stuff. Yeah, I'll just say, I think I saw more than five movies this weekend, so... Let's we're we're gonna be just oh
1: my god jumping
0: all up Damn. into it yes I'm uh, there's I am impressed not all of them are great I'll just say that okay <laughs> some some are okay some I'm some excited are, to hear about this some are entertaining yeah. some are just like
1: okay that mm-hmm. happened
0: mm-hmm. Uh, but of course let's just start, start off and and talk about oh, wait
1: did you look up the new numbers it was did the same thing that I had this morning oh does
0: okay. so uh, I still
1: feel that's gonna be different though yeah well we'll, we'll, we'll find out tomorrow
0: that's true yeah. Uh, number one here in the box office as we look back at our top five, of course, DC Comics. <laughs> swung gig and, hit a, and hit, well, hit a home run. Hit, hit home over run. 100. Yes. That's
1: what I was hoping. I'm like, please, just get over 100. Get over 100. Get over 100. Yes, get it. right? Wonder Woman. Oh, there you go. So happy.
0: Uh, now, I know our buddy Alvin in the chat, I believe he was not predicting over 100 for that i think he was lower there was a couple
1: people that were a little lower like in yeah. the 80s and 90s yeah for that. myself
2: I've, i predicted 83 and i'm so happy i was wrong
1: well you said that you made a good point of like you're like i don't want to predict this i want it higher so yeah i oh i was just sitting there i'm like please just get over 100
2: it's very surprising because yeah like we were talking about last weekend for a few weeks now not a lot of people are going to the movies right. recently numbers have been down all year for just general mm. block general blockbusters that should be blown out of the water. Yes, I was very surprised this went over over a hundred million. It's a great success for Patty Jenkins and mm-hmm. Gal Gadot and the whole team.
1: Yes,
0: uh, yeah. So I mean, uh, so far as right now, uh, it's uh, Box Office Mojo has it at uh, one hundred million five hundred and five
1: thousand. Yes, uh, we have a couple people thinking it was close to it. They were thinking about ninety five, which I mean, that's a conservative high number, I would say, because yeah. it's hard and. Uh, Really predict lately because some of them we've or we've gone way high, which we'll get to that too. Um, but it, yeah,
0: and you saw the movie, yes? Carrie? I did. I, I saw know, it this afternoon. Oh, nice. I know Neil has seen it. So did That's you right. see it? I, I did see it. Okay. Uh, but Carrie Lane, please your thoughts first.
1: I thought it was awesome. Um, my uh, my friend Lisa's in the chat, and I like how she put it. and We talked about it was a gratuitously epic. Okay. And I'm like yes, I, but I like everything. Um, I found very entertaining. Uh, I thought the action sequences were cool. I heard somebody, they were kind of like, I don't know about the slow-mo kind of it. I'm like, no, I loved it. It felt very comic book Mm -hmm. to me, so I was like, totally fine. And it just was so, yeah, it made it feel like epic. And so it was great to see the movement of like these amazingly fit women who, a couple articles going around online, are actually um, professional athletes that they got for the other Amazons. So not the, um, like, the speaking role actors, but, like, the... I, actually, some of them might be, might be too, but, like, more the the rest of them are all, uh, like, professional kind of athletes of different types, which I was like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, we we're kind of joking today. They're like, well, don't need too much training for them because I'm already, like, totally tip-top shape. Uh, so that was cool. Uh, I thought the thing I liked about it, which I guess we'll go into it without... this, No worries. No spoilers, guys. We don't do that here. Um, But something I really liked is how uh, it was a movie where the woman is the hero, yet uh, men are not totally disregarded. You know, like, they are still an essential part of the team, which is great because you can't have a movie where it totally flips it and, like, you know, only girls and, like, guys can't do anything kind of idea. I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. I hate that, too, because it's just like, well, you can't just... You can't take any group and just ignore the other one. So I really liked how, I mean, how many other movies is it like the guy who's a great superhero, awesome character, and has like a girl sidekick? So this is the reverse. It's like Mm -hmm. great female character. Her guy was her sidekick, but useful. It wasn't just like a bumbling idiot or something like that. It was a very useful character. There's some other um, people that kind of joined the team as well, which they were all great too. So it was nice that it wasn't just like, you know, women rule, guys suck. It's like, no, 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 it's not that at all and um had a lot of heart to it and interesting how they weaved like mythology and gave you backstory because I mean I knew a little bit about Wonder Woman but not a whole ton I, I watched a lot of the uh cartoons or how she's been in cartoons Justice League and um just all the different appearances of that I didn't really watch the show as a kid uh it would be on reruns but still uh so I thought this was great informing people about her character and everything. Uh, Even the backstory, how they explain that her growing up is adorable. And it just is so like, the whole time I'm just like, she looks so cool. (laughs) Like so many parts of like, she, like there's a fight I think it's when they get to like this village, and she like it's in the trailer where she jumps through the window. And it's just like yeah, the whole time I'm just sitting there like, oh, she is so cool. <laughs> this
0: is so cool,
1: <laughs> and it's just great to have that, and that all, and especially all for anybody, like young boys and young girls, like not just for girls to see that role model, but guys to see that too. That like, look, this a woman could be as cool of a character as a male superhero. It's not necessarily one's better or the other. It's just like, look, this is great too. So. Nice. Yeah, I think that kinda of sounded but otherwise yes, I really enjoyed it. Um I it's really hard for me lately though to be like, Oh my gosh about a movie. I've been that way about some T V shows lately. Movies, I'm like, I really liked it and I would highly recommend it. Um but I also don't like when people overhype stuff, so I'm like, go see it gotcha. soon so it doesn't get too overhyped for you guys. But mm. Neil,
2: how about yeah. yourself? Uh, I agree a lot of what with uh, Carrie said there. Cheers. Um, I really liked how um, <laughs> because
1: you agreed with me, I will salute you. <laughs> uh,
2: I liked how um, um what was I going to say? I liked how um, a lot of the fight sequences were shot. Um, mm-hmm. There were um, just, the, just the action with her, like whipping that. Uh, the, the the lasso of oh, truth around yes. and using it like tactically mm-hmm. against enemies I just I haven't even I haven't seen that so I've not even seen that in like any of the animated movies you only see that like in comic book panels mm-hmm. and I just really love that they did that with it because that's so like a that almost seems like a gimmick sometimes I was really impressed that they like made it like a tactical element in her fighting um other than that, I mean, the fight choreography is amazing. Uh, the stunt action was phenomenal. We actually have an interview on Popcorn Talk with the stunt actor for Wonder Woman mm-hmm. that you guys should check out if you haven't seen it yet. She's incredible. Um, but, yeah, just watching the movie with with just all that just awesome stunt work in it was just great. And like Carrie said, with uh, with um, little, like, young young women seeing this movie – and I, I saw it next to my fiancé in the theater – and this is like her, her favorite superhero of all time. And she just felt so empowered mm-hmm. and just happy to see this character play on the screen. And I just felt so happy for her. And also, like Carrie said, for young boys to see this. And because there's, there's I mean, with our culture, there's this, this big, um, the, 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 the gender roles sort of play out where um, boys have to be you know stronger than just women. And it's there. good to see that, it's good to show boys that it's okay if you're not, you, you're still super useful. And just like the boys in this movie, they were incredible. They were just, like, the most amazing soldiers I've seen in probably, like, a superhero uh, movie. And it was just so cool to see that. Um, Now, the movie itself does have its flaws. Um, I thought maybe they used slow-mo action a little bit too many times. Um, But, I mean, that just comes down to preferential taste. I think overall the movie is so much fun to watch. And it's really cool to see uh, a heroine... In, in this in this light and with this much power behind her. It's so much
0: fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. There you go. All right. So, Frank? Uh,
0: I thought it was a good movie but not a great movie. Okay. Uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, for what it was but I had some... Certainly, the, the performance... For Gal, uh, Chris Pine, all that stuff is oh, yeah. great. Uh, I think just structurally and story-wise, I just had some issues, okay. especially with the third part too. The, the the final confrontation with the big bad in this this film, I thought was eh, not so good.
1: Fair enough. I mean, it was definitely up till that point. Yeah, it was very solid. I, it didn't bother me, but I can understand what you mean. Um, The other thing of, like, just interactions between uh, Gal, uh, we're all personal, we're talking about them by their first names. Yeah, there you go. Gal Gadot and uh, Chris Pine, like, their interaction was great, it's Mm -hmm. funny, Um, they have good chemistry together. Uh, And it, it was, oh, the other thing that was great, too, is her learning about our world was cool without being too... Okay, somebody learning something new and being dumb. You know how, like in movies, when it's somebody learning something new about like a culture, a place, people, they just kind of it gets redundant or stupid. Like I like that she was more of an observer at times. Like I'm not gonna say like, hey, this is strange. I'm just gonna watch, observe, and kind of assess the situation first. And then there are times where she like jumps in and like speaks her mind about it, which is great too. Um, But it wasn't stupid to like keep it repeated.
0: And uh, let's go to up for Robin Wright. She she was awesome yes. in the film.
1: Uh, I thought this was really fun. Uh, my friend though, when we saw it, she kind of felt the she was a little thrown off by the kind of accent that she does a little bit. Um, but otherwise, you know, once you got into it, it was fine because her, her performance was so great. Oh yeah, no, all of them are. Fantastic. Oh, the that's the other thing too. I love that they show. Um, Diana, so Wonder Woman's mother and aunt, essentially, as older women who are beautiful. Mm -hmm. Not many shows, not many movies show older women as, like, these beautiful, strong characters. They're generally, like, a mom. And, like, you know, and I say that in the way of, like, eh, they're not sexual or strong or not, like, desirable. And not that they're put in this way that they're desirable, but you know what I mean? Like, they're not just, like you know, tucked to the side. It's like, oh, we, they're stunning, which is great.
0: Yeah. Now it was, uh, I'm excited to, I mean, Patty Jenkins is signed up for the, do the second one. So I'm curious to see where they go for a mm-hmm. sequel for this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was, it was cool to see World War One and that kind of, uh, that kind of of yeah. explored that we haven't seen in a comic book film.
1: Uh, I think it's, I want to say it's like, Yaya says, uh, so many adorable scenes with her and Steve. Yes. Her, so her and Chris Fine. Absolutely. They were just so, um, Good. It's funny with a good blend of like new person and like oh you're kind of attractive and like you're interesting. There's like the after healing from his injury scene that was very mm-hmm. funny. We'll say that.
0: Um, yeah, and even their uh, their depiction of how the magic lasso works on an individual.
1: Yes, that was great too. Just
0: kind of breaking down the effects that it has on a person.
1: Yeah, not just like oh, it just makes you say stuff. They like, yeah. like go no, this is like the things that happened to you. So, yeah, definitely, like, oh, oh, that's another thing I thought of, too, that I enjoyed watching. I like that her um, wrist, what would you call those? Um, or bracelets? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're bigger not than really bracelets. bracelets, yeah. I like that it was the full arm, uh, like, the elbow to wrist, because that felt far more battle practical. Mm-hmm. So that was cool instead of just around your wrist. Yeah. So that was, like, yes, that's a warrior's outfit. Though, I mean, like, the rest of the outfit's a little small, but that's okay. Um, so those were cool
0: yeah and i know that, that there is uh, before this film started uh shooting chris pine's like oh maybe he'll do green lantern there's rumors that he might do that but he decided to forgo that and do uh steve trevor and man uh a great choice i thought he was fantastic that was a really good gauntlets good
1: thank uh i thought gauntlets were more like your hand and not necessarily the whole so the arm. yeah think like I the infinity gauntlet, gauntlet was yeah like a bracelet arm yeah. thing i don't know um uh, the, the, I'm glad you mentioned that. I've had a couple of people online with their uh, friends who were saying how they felt his performance in this. They're like, well, that's one of his favorite things he's done. Yeah, for because sure. Because his character um, got to have different levels. Because, like, in Star Trek, you could argue maybe he's a little two-dimensional. Like, he's too perfect and the best at everything kind of idea kind of guy. But in this, it's like, he has vulnerability. He has, you know, um, humanity. And he's not just, like... He has to learn that, you know, maybe he can't do everything.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I've had to compare that. I like this better than, as much as I love Captain Kirk.
1: Which I do, yeah, I do love him and Star Trek.
0: Yeah. But I, I can agree with what you are saying there, because especially in the first two films, I felt like he was hitting a lot of the same notes. Mm-hmm. And that's not his fault. It's just the way the it story is, just kind of always kind of made him yeah. reboot constantly. Yep. And uh, this was just cool to see him do something else.
1: Yes. So,
0: yes, that was uh, our hot take on Wonder Woman. Uh, many more are out there as well.
1: <laughs> Someone had a yes, good quote. I'm not gonna say it because that spoils it. But C A 1987. I that was very entertaining. It's a good quote from the movie. <laughs> it was just a, it was a funny way. All you know the other thing too about it is the movie. Besides the violence, um, which is mix of being too not too much. It's actually almost kind of family friendly. I mean, not little kids, but like. M- and I'm horrible of judging. and i have been like, yeah, I had a baby in my movie, though. Do not take babies. Luckily, didn't cry, but, uh, it, you know, like, middle school kids, I'd be like, sure. Because, uh, I mean, they have, like, you don't even see too much of that violence anyways, too. Like, no, some no, of it they a, cut there, away. Yeah, there's no
0: bloodshed, really.
1: Not really. There's not tons of swearing, and any of the, like, adult sexy stuff, either they don't show it, or it's humor that maybe kids wouldn't quite yet yeah so meh meh uh i like uh east blue drew said the music is going on in my house oh yeah i did like the music and then the the music that was in the trailer and then when that played i was like oh it's so (laughs) fun
2: yeah how they how they used her theme in some of the fights i was like that was so well done
1: it's just a really entertaining movie like definitely go with that like fine sure it has its faults but you will it'll be entertaining Oh, sure, let's right. we'll go with that. <laughs>
0: uh, here we go. And then we've got... Uh, come on, yeah, no two. spoilers.
1: Don't worry, guys. We won't give spoilers. Julia in the chat's like, no spoilers. Oh, yeah, no, no. We didn't... No, nothing nope. given away.
0: Nothing given away. So uh, hopefully you're yeah, not writing that now. You've been listening to everything you're saying and realized we did
1: not spoil No, anything. we did not spoil anything.
0: No, yeah. no. But at the end, totally, guys, you should see... No, just kidding.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, East Blue Drew says, there's plus there's a lot worse stuff on TV. Yes, I... I uh, I, don't, I wouldn't call it worse, but it's more adult stuff on television, so I felt this movie was rather... It's PG-13, though, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, but I would... Nothing really... No.
0: But But
1: <laughs> I'd be like, come <laughs> on, kids, let's go. Uh,
0: coming in number <laughs> uh, two this week, Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. Uh, I have a feeling I'd, I know for sure I'm the only one of the three of us that did see that film. And, Probably. Uh, I did. I did go check that out there on Wednesday night. And? Um, uh, better than I thought. I having never read any of the Captain. I was underpants, just going to ask. Like that, okay, cool. Uh, I went into cold to the Captain Underpants, but uh, some of the storytelling devices and the way they used that, I thought it, was, it was it was an entertaining movie. It cool. Wasn't anything? I was like, oh my gosh! But no, it was uh, it was fun. You went in with a uh, cold underpants. I uh-huh. did. I did. I should have. I should have uh, warmed up those underpants. Tossed them in the microwave real quick, and I did not.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, Tanya, back to Wonder Woman age stuff. Tanya says at the theater I was at, there was four and five year olds at Wonder Woman. I'm like. Yeah, uh, oh, referring to the chat. Yeah, no spoilers in the chat, guys. Like, we, when we talk about movies, same, same rule goes because we don't want to spoil stuff for people. Uh, and yeah, don't bring small children to adult, like, anything over rated G kind of stuff because. Eh. Yeah. Um it's one of those like no a baby crying just ruins everything. Uh oh Alvin, I like that Captain Underpants was charming. Yeah, I
0: saw that. He was he yeah. saw it as well. There we go, Alvin. We would agree on that one. Yes. And
1: you took your little one, right?
0: I did. I did. And uh she enjoyed it. Nice. So there you go. She was uh yeah.
1: She's gonna be like, Read me the books now?
0: Uh, I should, yeah, she would like to read them. I, I oh, should cool. I should go pick them up. Yeah. So uh, I'd be curious to see. I mean, it certainly sets it up for future films. So okay. yeah. Uh, hopefully that uh, there are many more stories. I think there's at least eight books, yeah. if not more, that he's told so far. So uh, okay. there's definitely room for more stories. They're very successful, told. right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's uh, that gentleman creator that is doing quite well. Uh, and it definitely, if you uh, you know, it it fun narrative stuff. But then also, if you want to just you know talk about the. Uh, Poo poo humor, or, you know, someone just said that made like them that. laugh. Yep. Yeah, then this is the movie for you. A lot of different plays on that,
1: but we were both extremely off on those numbers.
0: Yes, uh, you know, in fact, please remind me, Carrie, what our uh, we both were.
1: lost 45.
0: No, oh, yes, we did go high, didn't we? Yes. Oh, and uh, Neil... And
1: we got called out on Twitter. Thank you for all, like, him. And then I'm... As uh, someone's been pointing out to me a little more than once, I have a losing streak, essentially, of, like, there this stuff go. I gotta get around to. Uh,
0: yes, so uh, Karen and I lost the bet, but I knew I oh, was so, seeing it. Oh, so,
1: sorry, Captain Underpants, did we say how much it actually made?
0: It made $23.5 million. So, uh, look at that. Uh, you know, I mean, compared to... That's pretty good Well... I mean, yeah, and going Sight. up against Wonder Woman. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel like if any movie was really going to blow out the box office, it was going to be Wonder Woman. So, I mean, we'll take that as a nice, respectable second place for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Pirates of the Caribbean, ten, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I did happen to check this out as well. Uh, oh, uh, at
1: it,
0: 21.6. 0.6, yeah, $61 one million there for that. Uh, you know, it was... You know Jeffrey Rush. It is he brings the uh, the definite heart for the film. Okay. So You know Johnny Depp is just Johnny Depp. That, uh, okay. That uh, Jeffrey Rush. This is definitely his movie in terms of story arc and emotional moments and character beats for his. Mm. So yeah, I mean you know visually it's fine. I mean I like it better than four. Okay. Um you well, know, yeah, but that one wasn't very good at all. No, I think we can all. I don't know anybody that ever really says four is my favorite Pirates of the Caribbean film. I'll fight anybody that says otherwise.
1: <laughs> I was I put uh, I was doing uh just cleaning stuff at home, and I put number one on. And I'm like, oh, this movie is so good.
2: It's so good, right?
1: Oh, the first one is just so much like it's... great job of capturing a ride and making it a movie because you just watch it, and you're just like, this is cool, and like pirates. And the, the dialogue is so witty and like, you know, smart and sharp. That's great. It's yeah.
2: just, it's a timeless classic. Yeah. Like the moment it came out, it was. Oh, yeah.
0: I, you know, certainly, I, I feel like Disney knows this is one of their big uh, franchises. So, I would have applauded Disney more if they would have just had this as a definitive end. Because it, it, certainly, if you watch this, film, the film, yes, what, the oh, the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Tales, you could if they would have just stopped it where it was. Mm-hmm. It's a nice definitive end for for every film in the series. Okay, uh, and then they do a post credit sequence, so stick around for after the credits There's a little post thing, and it definitely sets up that it's like you know what. But, huh? The story might not be over mm. yet, and you're like, I, uh, I would have just respected it if you would have just said, like, there we go, and we'll ride off into the sunset.
1: Uh, I do want to add, uh, Wonder Woman does not have any post-credit anything, no. just in case anybody is wondering. I was curious. Yeah. I was like, maybe. Nope. Not but, like expecting it, but I was like, well, I don't know.
0: yeah. I, I wish I'm, uh, I'm glad. I'm totally know, fine. Because why sit there for five to six, maybe even seven minutes through those credits when you can just like that's time spent. Uh, no it's when
1: you're sitting there and you're checking your phone oh, or your updates yeah. as you turn it back on but that's
0: what, exactly as soon as I as soon as, it, <laughs> as light, the
1: movie's over yeah <laughs> I went up there
0: and, and the first thing I googled was does it have a post-credit sequence oh
1: because <laughs> I
0: wanted to see should I be sticking around for after this and I said no don't have to worry about that I said you're I'm like, gone right, yeah. I'm out thank you very much mm. but uh, I did stick around for Pirates and I just wanted to double check and like yep there is a post-credit okay, sequence so I, I stuck around mm-hmm. uh, but sadly it does tease whether box office I I think internationally internationally it's been doing fantastic. So I feel like we're probably gonna get at least one more film. Mm. I feel like you know, be smart Disney, just make this the ending of it. Mm. But we'll see if they do. Uh number four, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume two, another nine point seven three million dollars.
1: And if you want to go ride the ride at California Adventure, friend, a friend went the other day and it was only a three hour wait instead of five. That's it. Yeah. Oh, all know. right. And that was oh, like three they, hours.
2: That's nothing. you could uh, read a book in that time.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, and that was like before the park opened, they were getting in line to go to get their stuff oh, to go. Boy. Yeah. I was like, <sighs> you know,
0: Which I don't is want wait to
1: wait three. I'm gonna, I'll wait a while I'll be like nah i go later
0: no 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 uh, I don't want to feel like I have to as Neil suggested bring a book like in the morning as I'm you know, like pre-gaming my day like I better bring a book I better bring a good one because I'll be in line for a long time who are
1: you guys standing in line with that you want a book that you're not hanging out and chatting with the people yeah. you're in line with <laughs> don't want to
0: talk to you I've got a book
1: <laughs> and no
0: that's right I right, because that's people that you worry that you don't have three hours worth of conversation for. you're like, I don't want to ruin my Well, apparently all of
1: you this. guys haven't gone to Disneyland with me. I'll keep you chatting, don't worry.
0: Oh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> there you go. Uh and uh running out our top five was Baywatch, the Dwayne Johnson film. There, another eight point five million dollars. I saw this as well. And ough. It's I wanted to like it. I really wanted to. But it is and I know many other people have compared it to like 21 Jump Street. Okay. Uh, and we talked about that too yep. as well too. And it is a very lame attempt in that kind of direction. It just is not, it's it's not funny enough and biting enough like 21 Jump Street, Street got it. was. Got uh, And so it's just, I you don't know, it's just, you know, they certainly the action sequences can be a little bit more spectacular when you've got a, a film budget behind yeah.
1: you. Yeah. The comedy you know,
0: was the comedy. The comedy left me wanting more. It oh, wasn't. Okay. It wasn't as like outrageous or over the top as I thought it was going to be. Mm. It, uh, it, you know, I mean, performances were. I mean, you know, Twin Johnson oh. and uh, you know Zach Efron. There is a sequence where he does kind of a, uh, a take on American Ninja Warrior, like that, in terms of that kind of course yeah. to kind of qualify to be a lifeguard. And good lord, jeez, just that those abs on him are just phenomenal. Yeah. phenomenal but you're just waiting for him just to shred and just be a just a walking ball of muscle i, I was waiting for that moment it's just yeah you just know where everything's heading got it and oh, i just wanted it to be funnier it was it was okay. disappointing okay. uh and you know just a quick and you feel free as carrie likes to say uh comment then on this in the chat mm-hmm. or in the uh, down below as carrie is so delightfully if you despite. watch this after yes.
1: This is aired. Yes.
0: Uh, your thoughts on uh, when it goes to credits in a film, and the the credits kind of move over to the left or right, and then oh, they pull uh-huh. up uh, outtakes. Yeah. Do you enjoy watching outtakes from a film? Yes. Yes? Yeah. There you go.
1: I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, uh, actually, one I remember seeing is like in... Um, uh, rush hour they had that and that was kind of fun of like Jackie Chan doing his and like stunts going wrong too and then it's like comedic so that and that's kind of cool I guess the only problem would be is if it's a comedy and the outtakes are funnier than what's in the movie
0: yeah that's that? what that's, I that's feel what like, happened
1: yeah I uh, mean I feel like
0: you know okay. and that, and that's definitely not a high uh, bar to jump over in mm-hmm. this case you know uh, Ugh. I, I, I run hot and cold on that. Yeah. I feel like I want to see like Jackie Chan, like stunts going wrong, things like that that are kind of interesting and yeah. entertaining. Uh, Chris Tucker is already not, I don't really enjoy him. So seeing, Did you I'll like take,
1: shower, though? I
0: I felt like it was Jackie Chan light, which is disappointing. Oh, it's like, I
1: really like uh,
0: it's like, you know, Jackie Chan has done mm-hmm. and, and can do so much better in terms of the fight sequences. Yeah. You know, just like, Brett Ratner, I'd rather, like, hey, just turn this over to Jackie Chan and his crew. Let them yeah.
1: choreograph these Alvin agrees with you that the outtakes were funnier in the movie. Uh, are outtakes online? Well, sometimes. I've seen that sometimes where they put it online, but you're not guaranteed it. Actually, the thing I've seen with my many of Bollywood movies, they'll have a post-credits uh, song, which I want them to, uh, the problem is they'll put subtitles during the movie, but then they'll stop like during that because the credits are rolling too and i'm like but i want to know the lyrics on this too (laughs) but those are kind of cool because they'll uh have that i like when there's post credit visuals like either they have not necessarily a new scene but like if it's an animated movie they have new animations that are just kind of funny or interesting or they'll have something move from one side to the other i think it's cool
0: yeah it's uh yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah the uh that's a rough. That's a rough. The jump in
2: quick uh, for Elise, those in the chat. You don't need mm. to jump in quick. You can jump in as slow as you <laughs> want, Neil. Let me jump in slow. Okay. Um, usually, uh, outtakes for uh, current films will premiere. Usually, they'll come up online with a digital release to that's sort true. of spur people to buy that. Mm. Um, apparently, uh, digital releases is where all the money is for uh, after the theatrical run right now. Not so much in DVD and Blu-ray sales, because Mm. with digital, you can get it, like, anywhere. Um, So, that's what they... They usually just put out a quick teaser of the blooper reel online Mm. and let people share it around to get people wanting to buy the movie. Mm. So, you can... uh, So, probably uh, not any outtakes online for B.O.H. right now, but maybe afterwards. Uh,
1: Actually, now that you brought that up, that's a good question for all of you. Comment down below, and if you want to in the chat as well... um, do you still like to own your dvd or digital i i want my copy
0: i'm digital all the way i have I, a
1: wall of dvds and it's part of like the art the experience of it because also that's like how you can share it it's like your own library
0: yeah but then there's also like when you have so much your choices are either pruning your collection
1: get a bigger display
0: get a bigger display uh, i i've tried both well no i've never tried really pruning it i've tried getting bigger displays how in many you have so- I've got tons uh hundreds? Yeah, but actually since I then I when I had for, for DVD, tons for the fact where then I ended up like dropping off the cases and mm. just getting him in those big those sleeves. Yes, yeah. I had to do that and then eventually once I moved the jump to Blu-ray, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to just go and, and get as many as I can digitally. So, I've been doing more of that. I've got a few Blu-ray. Uh, well, I probably got maybe 50 Blu-rays. But uh, I've been really making it a big concerted effort to just do it digitally. It's really nice. You can Feels just like it the chat
1: room's mixed.
2: Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I like digital – I mean, I, I like physical copies of my media. However, I find myself using them less and less now that I can find movies on, like, Hulu and Netflix and HBO Go and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I guess I'm in uh, one foot in one pool and one foot in the other at this point.
0: Oh, which one's, uh, which one's more comfortable? Which one's you know, warmer? Well, I
2: have – I mean, if there was some sort of, like, a media apocalypse, I have a good, I think it's like two two 250 movies between DVD and Blu-ray in yeah. my collection, and then, like, seasons of TV shows and stuff.
1: I right. think I have at least 600 plus.
0: Wow. Um, Not to brag or No, anything.
1: like, there's, we have an inventory, like, list of all of them, too, listed by name and uh, genre, and they're organized by... Uh, television show movies and then anime and i like how some people are bringing up in the chat which is a really good point too of like i think anything though that's bought is something you really like so maybe not or it's not available like for example um we've bought like uh game of thrones because that's not we don't have hbo so it's a copy of it you know like that's the only way to really watch it uh, I mean, no, it's not really the only way. I mean, unless but, you bought, yeah, bought it digitally. You, know. I mean, you can still um, watch it.
0: You just wouldn't have a uh, physical... So,
1: yeah. Uh, actually, I should look at those numbers and actually, like, I'll tweet that. I'll be like, no, no, let me go home and double-check my numbers because there's... It's a pretty big collection. I What's feel
0: that? like a photo should go along with that. above average. <laughs> <laughs> nice little callback. <laughs> the wonder woman. Uh, so, two other movies that I saw real quick, too, yes. as well. Since I uh, saw those. I saw so a uh, film... Uh, uh, being distributed by uh arm but it's called uh, Rogue Warrior Robot Fighter. Yes. Yes, written and directed by Neil Johnson
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, it takes place in the future where uh, mankind is struggling fighting against AI who is uh, wiping out the, the dwindling remains of humanity mm-hmm. and then I also saw and this is probably one of the most movies i really enjoyed over the weekend. was uh, It's a new documentary uh, coming out in a few weeks in, in theaters. And then it's going to be getting more and more releases throughout. In New York and L.A., it's coming out next week, I believe. And then it's going to go wide uh, in, in the months to come. But it's called Score, a music film documentary uh, put together oh, by Matt yes. Schrader and uh, who yes. started off as uh, doing investigative uh, news pieces and then moved over to documentaries. And this is his first one, and it's all about uh, diving deep into uh, the composers. That's very that cool. People that bring these scores to the screen. And it's really cool. Uh, a wide variety of people that they talk to. Uh, mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer, mm-hmm. Danny Elfman, um, and many more in there. But uh, yeah, cool. it's, it's a really enjoyable experience. And with every documentary, there are just, you know, Dozens and dozens and dozens of hours that are just left that they can't get into the final cut yep. of the film. But he does say that uh, uh, when the re- digital release comes out or the DVD, uh, Blu-ray, yeah. there'll be a lot of bonus content on there, too. So,
1: Yeah, even though you get a lot of bonus content on DVDs and Blu-rays, I don't think I've ever really purchased them for that. For, specific, for the specific extras? Yeah, no, not necessarily. I mean, it's more like movies I really like. Or they're hard to get. Maybe that's the other reason. Some of them, like, you can't really find it online very well. And so it's like easier to have a physical copy of it, and then yeah, I let the, I loan them to friends and stuff because I'm like, oh, you haven't seen this, and it's not online, so here's that. Um, I oh, it. I was gonna say I told you before the show, but I did see the Legend of Tarzan, and it was actually pretty cool. Uh, you know, that was I
0: remember I, I think I had to I do that because I, I lost think you the weren't, box weren't that happy bad. about
1: it. Um,
0: you know, it was it was fine. I remember thinking it was fine. It wasn't like oh my gosh, but it was mm-hmm. for me it was it was fine. I, oh. <laughs>
1: Someone was joking about how I organize my tapes. No, they are organized by type in the sense of television, anime, and movies, but then they're alphabetical within that. Absolutely alphabetical. I, when I've been to people's houses and their DVDs aren't alphabetical, I'm like,
0: ah! Uh, do, you, do you say, I'm going to just stay here for a little bit and organize no, your collection. No, I, I
1: worked at a video store, so I think I'm just like, I've been. I've done that at the library when something's in the wrong spot. Like I mean, they're not alphabetical, but if it's like two movies that are the same and they're separated by one, I'm like, <laughs> uh uh yeah I thought it was fun i i was happy I saw it because I didn't like how in the trailer I'm like well that's so weird that he's wearing clothes that way and like blah, 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 and they're like oh no, no no he's already left the jungle and then he goes back and like more i felt it was a fun new take on it because it wasn't just like here's the story of Tarzan we all know but like I mean some of it's a little like silly and hokey like dumb that they don't figure stuff out right away but eh, it's fun fun action like you know adventure kind of story
0: yeah I agree it was an interesting point because so much of it it deals usually with the origin and then we see him in the jungle first then get brought back to civilization and then go back Mm -hmm. And it was interesting just to jump right in and have him already be Back in society and realizing, nope, I need to go back to where I in yeah, better. Yeah, need to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, coming in uh, for our international numbers. Uh, so certainly, Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man Dead Man Tell No Tales. Uh, it's crossed the five hundred million dark five hundred million dollar mark worldwide in its second week there. And so while the movie saw some wind taken out of its sails with the overseas debut of Wonder Woman, there was uh, plenty of cannon fodder left in the Johnny Depp star, which mm-hmm. uh, it added another million million in 54 markets at the international box office and the international total is now 386.6 million and the global total 501.2 million it is now the number six release of the year worldwide uh basically that performance helped uh push the disney studios across the two billion dollar mark internationally hmm. it's the eighth consecutive year the company has hit that milestone and it follows on the studio's one billion dollar domestic and three billion dollar global milestones last week the current year-to-date totals are $1.15 billion domestic and two, a little over $2, million, $2 billion internationally and uh, $3.21 billion globally. Hmm. I guess they're doing okay yeah, you know, for that small, little, that tiny little company, company that people didn't yeah. think could do it. But they did it, you guys. Mm. They did it. Uh, so basically, Beauty and the Beast, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and Rogue One, a Star Wars, Star, Rogue War, Star Wars story, have been the key contributing factors this year. And uh, yeah, so look at that. So we'll uh, be curious to see what. I'm actually curious to see what Wonder Woman's week's going to be like. Uh, yes. Very, next
1: week. very curious of how it will
0: go. Uh, bigger, smaller for you and Neil. What do you think? Uh, more or less than
1: 50%? Oh, increase?
0: Decrease. Oh, say.
1: decrease. Less than.
0: Neil?
2: Uh, I'm thinking like high 40s, but right. lower than 50.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, I would. Well, yeah, because we, I mean, the biggest release we've got. Speaking of that, uh, we've got the Mummy coming out this current week here. Uh, Tom, Tom Cruise, uh, in four thousand screens from Universal. This is the whole kickoff of Universal's Dark Universe, mm-hmm. where we're going to see their kind of uh, uni- shared universe they're going to be doing with all the Universal monster film properties. So this will be the uh, the initial kickoff into this.
1: I will say, seeing more trailers for it, I've gotten more interested. Like the first trailer, I was like, Meh, and then they gave a little more backstory, and I was like, oh okay maybe
0: well i feel like everybody just really jumped onto tom cruise's scream in that first one and that's all they get yeah, focused on i
1: think they recut it because i went to there i'm like they cut that scream that was yeah. so dumb because <laughs> it was i don't know if any of you guys see it It was very entertaining tom cruise's scream when he's like the plane's crashing and just went on too long that it was comedic uh
0: i am jazzed i am jazzed about seeing that uh i know people you know have their opinions of tom cruise but i always feel like he's going to deliver you uh an enjoyable experience at the box office. It might be not be the greatest film you've ever seen, nah. but I feel like watching him within a movie, He's he always delivers a really solid performance.
1: It'll be a good adventure kind of movie.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, And the first, the, the original with, uh, not the original, but the first Brandon reimagining. Fraser? Yeah, with Brandon Fraser. The, the, the films irritated me just for the it's potential it had. No. I just felt like for that one, it tipped, it, it rode that line of camp and, and action, and I felt like it dipped too much into the camp. Too often oh, for my taste. Loved it. Oh, Frank. It's too a classic. Loved it. no, Yes. No. Too Astley much camp. Too much camp for my it. taste. Yeah. Oh, man. Brendan Fraser news,
2: I think he actually, I heard he got cast in an FX anthology series. It does, and, yeah. Uh, mm. there's actually a large movement online on for Brendan Fraser to get back into acting. Uh, so these people are all very excited, including myself.
0: That's right. Uh, I what?
1: can... I was going to say, maybe, just maybe you had the wrong perspective going in. I had like knew nothing about it, and I remember enjoying it so much when the Brendan Fraser, The Mummy, came out, and I actually thought parts of it were kind of scary. It was just like perfect movie. I was going to say, maybe you were too old.
0: I mean, uh, I, I like John Hanna, but uh, I felt like they, they went to the camp well with John Hannah a little too much for my taste. Like, mm, come on, oh, so we don't need to have. No. Okay. Okay, but even like the third one sets up a really intriguing. Oh, I'm thing. not saying
1: the series, but yeah. I'm just saying the first one was so cool. For when it came out for me. I was gonna say, maybe you're a little too old. I put it up
2: there as a classic with, uh, nudge, with nudge. the first Pirates that uh, we were talking about earlier
1: yeah it was as just... a
0: classic it's a classic it's
2: classic?
1: So classic,
0: come on guys come it's, on it's uh it's a okay fun movie I think you had the
1: wrong expectation. don't have the wrong expectations going in Frank
0: why, why can't I want just a really good like, look at Indiana don't have Jones don't anything look at Indiana Jones there are humorous moments in there but it never tips over into too campy and I feel like this
1: it's not Indiana Jones why you gotta compare it. it's a different kind of thing but that's
0: what that's what I wanted I, yeah. out of that I wanted something that was a fun action story that has comedic moments, but doesn't tip over into camp too much. And I felt the mummy was just right there, and it just kept on dipping too far into campiness for me, me. which I just like. Oh, it just didn't that give me was so what I wanted. Good. I think we all can agree that I'm right on this. So we'll move on. No, <laughs> uh,
1: I like that. Legend in the chat says, "Gotta agree with you, Alvin." That the uh, I. Uh no sorry I don't see but uh not they're not interested in the new mummy, rather watch the old fashioned slow walking mummy. Interesting. Right.
0: Uh and I also do like whoever said this because yeah. Alvin's responding to this. Yeah, the live stream is still going. So uh No
1: no, someone um <laughs> had tech issues.
0: Okay, just checking. Just like no. hey, is this show still going on? No.
1: <laughs> 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 Didn't read further uh, uh, yep. up in the chat. Yes, it's
0: still happening. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got some films up, up for your contention for next week's box office bets. We've got uh, "It Comes at Night," which is a horror film. Uh, Joel Edgerton is in that. We've got uh, "Megan uh, Leave Levy." Uh, it's a drama with uh, Kate Mara and Bradley Whitford in there. And then, of course, we've got the big release: is "The Mummy." Tom Cruise. Uh, coming out in 4,000 screens. So those will be the three films that we're looking at here for, for next week. So feel free to start chiming in with your thoughts and opinions uh, on which one we should do there in the chat. Uh, in the meantime, though, we'll do a little box office rewind on one of the people that are going to be starring in this uh, release this week. And so I decided to go... Uh, I mean, we've got you know Tom Cruise, but we already did that back when Jack Reacher first came out, the sequel to that. So uh, we could have done a, a relook, and basically that would have just meant that uh, Jack Re- Actually, the Jack Reacher se- sequel is actually the highest Tom Cruise opening
1: speaking of Tom Cruise uh yes Lisa we did discuss that in one of the episodes uh she says I have Tom Cruise fatigue similar idea of like maybe really? in too many movies some yeah it's one of those like doing another one we kind of a- talked about that like is he uh you know not that he's too old or anything like that but like he's still doing the lead action star of like just but, but I, hey man power wow, to him for still doing it absolutely yeah, yeah.
0: Because I mean, he he commits a hundred and ten percent into that, so I'm I'm willing to take that. That doesn't mean necessarily mean that the the movies that he in is great, but certainly his performance in there, he's not phoning it in. You don't see Tom Cruise walking through a movie.
2: You could make that same argument for Nicolas Cage though.
1: <laughs> and I don't
0: think anyone's gonna rush out to see no. Nicolas engagement. Oh, you know
1: what though <laughs> National Treasure I really enjoyed
0: I do A Book of Secrets irritates me because there's no That's reason the for that the second one yeah yeah
1: the second one's alright but also the thing with National Treasure his um, chemistry with the other guy which i'm totally blanking on like that guy's name but like them together was funny too yeah like, so it's humor so it's very india jones the librarians vibe and all those are just like yay
0: but again it didn't go too far into campiness There was comedic different moments. kind of movie somebody
1: yeah. I, I i forget who it was in chat uh i think it was I, legion I, was like don't compare it to india jones and it's supposed to not be taken seriously so meh Whoa,
0: it's not supposed to be taken seriously no. this is based on a horror film property who right cares? here Wait do you it's not supposed to be taken Whatever. seriously <laughs> Whatever. Uh huh. Okay. I I like how I cannot compare, compare any sort of action historical uh, that deals with historical elements. Don't compare it to the mummy. Like the mummy is like individualized above all else. Do not compare that classic as you both you and Neil both said cannot be uh, compared to no, any other the, film.
1: It's one of those that be like the uh you know double feature kind of vibe night like all of those like National Treasure Mummy and Jones like they're all that like action adventure vibe which different. Different styles for sure, but it's one of the and Librarian. Uh, that whole TNT series was fantastic. See, that one had edge of campiness, but it was so fun and absolutely adored it. So it's like they'd be all like, if you like this, you might like these.
0: I would agree that, uh, like Neil's saying, that he compared it to the first Pirates film, but I also feel like that irritates me too, in the same sense that it goes into too much camp at points to f- make me feel like, yeah, I love this movie. Yep, so yes. uh, yep, all right, so basically. Again, I think after our spirited debate, we all come to the realization that, again, I am right. So we'll move on there with our uh, Kate Mara uh, look back there for her top five films. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in number five, We Are Marshall, back in um, uh, 2006, $6.1 million. Number four, Transcendence from Warner Brothers in 2014, $10.8 million. Shooter from Paramount Pictures back in 2007, $14.5 million. Uh, the... Uh, Fantastic Four film from 2015, the Josh Trank film, $25.68 million. That has been sitting on my DVR, for, and I keep deleting it and re-recording it to make space. And I still, <laughs> as much as those I love superheroes, I've not made the effort to go watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number one, The Martian from uh, 2015, $54.3 million from Fox Studios. Uh, so now we'll do a quick uh, top five pick what we think uh, yeah. our, our next week's top five is going to look like of course the biggest one we've got is the mummy adding another four million <laughs> excuse me and I sneezed right there for you guys enjoy that on <laughs> there in the live stream and if you yeah. enjoyed that sneeze even after watching after the show is you know comment down below mm-hmm. about that sneeze uh certainly the biggest one that's gonna have an effect on the top five for this coming week is the mummy. Yeah. I feel like the other two films just aren't gonna be in enough theaters to make a big impact in that mm-hmm. top five. So, uh Neil Plumley, your top five. Uh any what does it look like compared to this week?
2: Um, I really want Wonder Woman to stay at number one, but I think the mummy might sneak it out. Uh I, I think the mummy might take like, I don't know, probably eighty five mm. million. I think the I think Wonder Woman might drop to about, you know, sixty or 67, I think that's, uh, I don't know, that sounds okay to me. Um, so probably Mummy, um, Wonder Woman. Um, you know what, I'm going to put It Comes at Night there at number three. I've been, been seeing some good buzz about that. And then uh, Underpants and Pirates. All You're right. all very
1: similar to Ken Jack in the chat, except for uh, they put Megan Levy as five. Um... Yeah. And then we got, uh, I think it's Rashad says, Wonder Woman, The Mummy, Captain Underpants. Oh, wait, it's a top five, not just a top three. Uh, I Yeah, I want Wonder Woman to stay number one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Fine, I will be what I hope. Um, all right. We'll go with Wonder Woman, The Mummy. Uh, I do think It Comes at Night will do well, too. Horror movies, we've all known, do really well. Uh, It Comes at Night. Uh, Captain Underpants and then Pirates. I don't know about the Megan Levy one. Huh, all right. I'm like I don't
0: know. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I will go with uh, Mummy, Wonder Woman. I guess I'll go to It Comes at Night because I feel like oh. Captain Underpants is probably going to go by half at least, so that's okay. dropping it down to at least like another eleven, eleven point five million. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so they'll do uh, It Comes at Night, Captain Underpants, and uh, Pirates. So. There you go. I'm pretty similar in all our talkings. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, again, I think the big thing to take away is that I'm right. Ah.
1: So, <laughs> What's our vote, guys, in the chat? All
0: right. Yes, in the chat. What do you guys think? What is our totals here? Uh, and of course, as we're getting ready to do that, folks, just for uh, the box office bet, we're all going to vote on what we think the the opening box office will be of the film that you choose in the chat. Whoever's closest to it We'll get to have the, the the bragging rights of being the prognosticator amongst prognosticators. And the loser will have to go see the film, tell us all about it. Uh, if it's Carrie Lane that loses, she has got a lot of films I have on a deck. a
1: long list. So yeah.
0: we'll probably hear about I this mean, film. I mean, at this rate,
1: though, it'll probably September. be like when they get on a DVD at the library.
0: <laughs> September, October, we'll probably hear about a lot of these yeah. films that uh, Carrie Lane has been on the losing end of mm-hmm uh oh, I, uh
2: now that you mentioned that Frank I forgot that to brag that I am the prognosticator of prognosticators
0: that's right this right. week please brag yeah uh you know what I'm going to uh it's a tie right now with four for mummy four for Megan levy and if one for it comes at night. I am uh, I'm picking four for the mummy so I'm gonna go I'm just taking executive decision well
1: you also said it's number one so there you're gonna you go. have a different number
0: so we're just gonna do the mummy since we're getting tight for time we're gonna wrap up here and uh, I'm just about this film to go check it out so uh, I know Neil has already kind of given a hint about where his number is gonna be so yeah, it's not quite fair now you guys can position <laughs> yourselves around it well, i not moving though no, alright I mean somebody you know slipped their hand you should have done that you gotta play the game Neil Less the game you know play what? you.
1: Okay. Well.
0: Ooh, I mean, I could, I could be the, the safe bet where it's. Uh, I,
1: I, I did high, and then I'm like, well, maybe no. Mm,
0: okay. Uh, uh, yeah. All uh, right. Okay. Ken Jack says fifty. Oh, interesting. I, I, I'm gonna go.
1: Uh, Adelia says
0: forty-one. All right. I've got mine. I. Uh, all right. Oh, uh, Neil, are you changing from your previous statement earlier?
2: No, I'm staying around uh, 83.
1: Okay. Mm, all right. Starger says 90.
0: Ooh, interesting. All right. Uh, Carrie Lane, what do you got?
1: You yeah. know what? I actually wrote that first, and then yes. I'm like, no.
0: All right. I want so 75. Carrie Lane. Uh, I did
1: 65. There you go. But I like that I thought it, and then I'm like, ah, let's just go a little bit lower because if I think, but you think it's number one. Yeah. And then if I think it's number two. All right. Yeah. So that's where that kind of went.
0: So I feel like I get comfortably in the sandwich position, but I'm going to see this film anyway. So I, right. I, I'm jazzed about this. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I, you know, I didn't think you, th- it was going to be possible. We finished another episode of House Breakdown.
1: Wait, oh. is this our? What, we, we were talking about how long we've been around. Last yeah, you week, know, remember? Yes, yeah, presently, <gasps> Yeah, we, we forgot had, cake.
0: Yeah, Damn we it. forgot cake. But folks, we've been doing this for a year. Look at this. I mean, so Yay. we had Richie Guy, Quinn Gillian uh, joined us there back at the beginning as well. Yeah. Uh, Yes, so.
1: Happy anniversary to Box Office Breakdown Reboot.
0: Yeah, that's right. There you go. So, I mean, <laughs> of course. Uh, much love to uh, Richie Sky, Quinn Gillian, as well yes. for joining us there on this uh, reimagining a popcorn talk that they, yeah. or box office breakdown of popcorn talk that yes. they had us take over. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody, again, thanks for sticking around with yes. us. We know transitions are tough. We know the previous team here was very beloved, mm-hmm. and uh, so thank you, uh, thank you very much for giving us a shot. And a year has gone by like that.
1: And thanks for watching and joining us in the chat. It definitely rounds out the show, and it makes it so entertaining to hear your predictions and your thoughts on movies as well. And all of you who watch it later and comment on the videos as well, because there's been some really good ones uh last couple weeks too
0: that's true and really even engaged. though uh richie and quinn aren't here we did gain neil which there you yeah, go yeah there we go <laughs> look at that uh <laughs> in essential uh-oh yeah. i feel like we can't get rid of them as easy as we thought carrie yeah there uh, you go <laughs> no
1: nah, it's all right
0: so ladies and gentlemen that's gonna do it with that that really just ba- right, you know basking in our laurels there it's like oh we did it you
1: know a whole
0: year yeah a whole year guys look at us uh, uh-huh. yeah and you're gonna be stuck with us again for, yeah. for another year fingers
1: crossed yeah we'll, we'll see it, was that
0: Stevens our last show uh oh uh oh this is awkward oh no <laughs> folks no. you again uh, thanks for joining us everybody for another mm-hmm. episode of Box Stuff's Breakdown of course the fun doesn't stop here because you can like us on Facebook give us those five stars on iTunes double thumb it double thumb it on the YouTube page <laughs> and as Carrie mentioned feel free to comment down below if you're watching this after the show's aired yes. live and if you want to talk to us about anything movie related or just you know about like Carrie's cool scarf that she's wearing, her DVD collection, <laughs> you know, Neil's thoughts about life and tater tots. I There's many ways you can reach us on social media. Neil, where can they find you, sir?
2: You guys can find me on uh, everywhere on the internet at T-H-E-N-E-I-L-P-L-U-M-L-E-Y. That's where you can find me. My name is Neil thanks for joining
0: us how about you Carrie
1: yes you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane that's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E and again yes thanks uh, to Paper Ronnie they have really cool stuff on their Instagram you can check that out and uh, yeah so they're really cool cool they're on Twitter Uh, I think I think they're on Twitter too but Instagram is probably the easiest way to look at them
0: I'll never know what that coolness against my neck will feel like.
1: but You you just got to ask, man.
0: No, That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Folks, again, thanks for sticking around with us for a year. Thanks for joining us this evening. We'll see you back here next Sunday night for another episode of Box Office Breakdown right here on Popcorn Talk.
1: See ya. Go see a movie,
0: everybody. Or see five. Why not?